0: Today's program is brought to you by Essex Street Cheese, cheese importer, wholesaler, and educator. For more information, visit essexcheese.com.
1: I'm Chris Kuzmi. And I'm Mary Izette. From Famanibati. Famanibati.
2: You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn.
1: If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more.
3: Hello. This is Diane Stemple on Cutting the Curd on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. I've got a unique show for you today featuring three cheese artists. Welcome to Deborah Ziss from Brooklyn. Hi. To Mike Gino from Philly. Hello. And to Dylan Stanfield from Washington, joining us on the phone. Hi, Dylan. Are you there?
1: I am. Are you? Can you hear me?
3: Yes, we can. Great. Great. Okay. Thanks let for me. Having us. Oh, yeah, I'm so delighted. Let me first, for our listeners, introduce um, a little bit about your art for anyone who doesn't know about you already. And be sure to check out the art on, um, on Cutting the Curd on HeritageRadioNetwork.org, and then you'll find links to each of the artists' work. Um, let's see. Mike Gino, you are the artist I saw first. You paint pictures of individual cheeses, right? Yes. And Deborah Ziss, you draw cheese pictures, cheese cards, quite a few cheese jokes. <laughs>
2: I'm actually, the, the people at Vermont Creamery came up with the jokes, but oh, yes, okay. Yes. okay, okay. I, I'm an illustrator who loves drawing cheese.
3: Okay, <laughs> and Dylan, you're the newest to me, um, your art was on display at ACS last year, and you do cheese miniatures, correct, out of clay?
1: Correct. I just kind of stumbled upon the art form per se, and um, been having a lot of fun just exploring the world of cheese, making miniature replicas.
3: Right, and they are incredibly precise. No, thank you. Uh, It's like cheese for dollhouses.
1: (laughs) They're amazing. Uh, Yeah, per per se, yeah. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Okay. Well, anyway, so um, first thing I want to know is how did you all stumble upon cheese? As your subject for art, who would like to go first? Mike.
4: Sure, sure. <laughs> um, I, had, I had been uh, painting food for quite a while. Okay. And it was my focus, and I needed a new subject. Mm-hmm. And while I was searching that, I kind of stumbled onto cheese by accident. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so um, I had gotten... A gift of a gift certificate for the Bruno Brothers in ah. Philadelphia. And it was a really, it was something out of my budget at the time. And uh-huh. I, I was unaware of this whole world and mm-hmm. um, didn't think it was attainable. So, um, but when I got my one really beautiful wedge, it made me want to paint it, you know. So, okay. <clears throat> Excuse me.
3: what type of cheese was that initial wedge?
4: Uh, it was a, a um, Gorgonzola. Oh, right. Which I guess is a gateway. And and (laughs) nice
3: art, because it's got uh, kind of texture and different colors. It's
4: cake-like almost. It's beautiful. Yeah,
3: And it would last while you were painting it.
4: Yeah, slightly changing colors as I went.
3: Okay. How about you, Deborah? How did you fall into cheese?
2: I... um I've always been interested in just beer and cheese, Mm -hmm. coffee, chocolate, like, Mm -hmm. um, and I'm an illustrator. And Mm -hmm. um, I just, I'd had a, a year long contract. And I said, when I'm done, I'm going to write to, um, you know, my favorite cheesemonger and see if they will let me just draw a cheese a week. And Uh that was Anne Sackleby. Uh And they did. And it was just amazing because Mm -hmm. I was able to draw something that I love. And Mm -hmm. I I had a week to sit with it, to Uh learn about it, to read all about it, and to just enjoy watching it Mm -hmm. while I was, Mm -hmm. you know, panting. Did you
3: get the cheeses from Anne?
2: Yeah, I would come, I would go once a week to Essex, mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. I would, um, it was great, I got to meet so many nice people, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, it was...
3: So mostly American, so your cheeses were so, initially yeah, so now all I,
2: American. I, now need to start learning
3: other cheeses.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm mostly
3: American okay. cheeses. And how about you, Dylan? How did you start, uh, you're a cheesemaker, correct? Correct.
1: Yeah, correct. So, I, I mean, I've been an artist my whole life, and um, you know, I moved to the Seattle area from Northern California um, when I was about twenty-three, and found cheesemaking. Just I had, a, I've always had an interest in food, and kind of stumbled upon cheesemaking, and uh, so I'm in love with it, and I'll, you know, I'll be a cheesemaker for the rest of my life. It's uh <clears throat> there's so many interesting people and. Interesting things to do in the cheese world, and as we've we've all found out, I was actually just kind of had seen Mike's Mike's work for a long time, mm-hmm. and I just kind of thought about the idea. I, I painted murals and stuff, and I thought it'd be fun to do something with cheese. So I started cutting out some 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 different uh, collages and different things, and nothing was really working for me. And um, mm-hmm. my my mom got me some Fimo or Sculpey in, in the stocking. and My girlfriend actually just was sitting playing with it and created mm-hmm. a little. Your classic, like, Wisconsin, you know, yellow cheddar with the holes in it. Uh-huh. And it kind of just dawned on me, oh, I could I could try to make a little camembert. And um, <laughs> turns out I have the skills for that miniature stuff. And, uh, the attention to detail. And I think the part that gives me, you know, that sets me apart, I guess, may be able to make them is because I'm a cheesemaker and I have a certain insight to how every cheese is made and what rack it sits on and, you know, the the intricacies that go into cheese making. But it's just been an incredible learning experience, and the reception from people has been great, and I've just met so many people along the way. So I'll just continue making them.
3: Doing both. Okay, that's great. Now, for all of you was um, when you started – Doing the cheese art was it a hit right away? Did you say, "Wow, this is this is going to be cool"?
4: Hmm, uh, a little bit maybe. Uh-huh. I, I didn't expect it to, to go past maybe like twenty-five paintings for me. I, okay. I I was painting specifically for a show. Okay, that was actually going to be hanging in a in a gallery near where Dylan is now, uh-huh. where he's working. Mm-hmm. Which you know is long before I had met him. But like I, I got it back as soon as the show was over because um, by that. Point, I knew it was starting to get connected to an audience that I didn't mm-hmm. know was there before. You didn't
2: know even yeah. existed. Yeah, right. Right. And how about you? Um, I did it really for me because I you know, since I'm a commercial artist, mm-hmm. um, I just wanted something that was just art that I made for me. Oh, and okay. But of course, because I'm always thinking commercially, right, hoping right. that um, since we were cross posting, that maybe you would catch somebody's eye, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and, and it, it did, and, and it, it has, it, yeah, right. and it's mm-hmm. been, you know, it's led to some really just amazing jobs. That cool, just, yeah.
3: Cool. <laughs> now, what about you, Dylan? You don't sell yours, do you?
1: Um, I've been working towards it. I guess so because I make so much. You know, it's a balancing balancing act because I make real cheese for a living, and right, so right. I do artwork just for fun, out of pure enjoyment, and mm-hmm. really, it just stumbled upon. I've always, you know, I love Instagram, and I share stuff on there. And so I've been sharing my real cheese making process for years, and um, when I posted the little miniature cheeses, and just the response from people was uh, overwhelming.
4: And mm-hmm.
1: um, I mean, it was just yeah, it just you didn't even know that there was a you know people. How much people love miniatures and love cheese, you know, it keeps opening your eyes up.
3: Well, I never thought to myself, I really want some miniature cheese until I saw yours. And then it was, ah, I want some of these. I want a cheese board full of miniatures. It's just there's something really wantable about them
2: as a cheese
3: fanatic. I mean, I don't know if, you know, the regular person on the street has the same reaction.
2: I think everybody yeah, loves tiny things.
3: Yeah, they're
1: just amazing. Oh, I've always, I've <laughs> always been fascinated with miniature stuff, and you know, I, it was just like a, a magical moment. You know, it dawned on me, just like, oh yeah, we should just give this a try. Okay. And, um, yeah.
3: Cool. I, I now, I presume you, Dylan, have always been a cheese eater. How about Deborah and Mike? Has this brought you into eating more cheese into our cheese world?
2: I eat so much cheese,
1: <laughs>
2: and always did. And I mean, always did. I, it, I, I, I love food. Okay. I've always love okay. food. Um, that's yeah. But now it it yeah. I eat a lot of cheese. Okay. I, I got my cholesterol back, and it was really low. Yeah. I mean, oh, I, great. But, but really low for someone who's eaten as much. And I just got hysterical in the office. I was laughing so The Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So yeah. you can eat cheese. Your I body I...
3: is able to handle it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and what about you, Mike?
4: Yeah, totally. Um, I was probably clueless when it came to cheese mm-hmm. when it, mm-hmm. for the beginning. And uh, and then as I painted every one of these like cheese portraits, it, it kind of led to an addition to my education. And the more... Um, I was connected to this habit of painting them because there was a, a an interest in it and, and mm-hmm. an audience mm-hmm. connection and all that stuff led to me getting a lot of you know, exposure and then a lot of commissions and now I'm constantly working on cheese so there's always good cheese in my fridge and right. and occasionally I have to have a cheese party and share it so I mm-hmm. don't eat it all. Oh yeah.
3: Right, right, right. You can't yeah. eat as much as you're painting.
4: <laughs> yeah, I never <laughs> ordered a cheese board at restaurants. My friends all say, "Oh, look!" I'm like, "Yeah, oh, no, I, I no, have no. enough cheese in my <laughs> yeah. life. I don't need to pay extra." <laughs>
1: right. Yeah, I mean, even me being a cheesemaker my whole life, I, I, you know, you get a lot of your own cheese. You're tasting a lot of your own cheese that you make, and so oh, I mean, I've learned so much and tried so many new cheeses just in the last year just because, you know, and even just sitting there and reading about them and spending, you know, that day painting on, working on it, you know.
3: Then you'll want um, to eat that one in particular.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. and you just have this, now you have this relationship with every cheese that you worked with. I'm sure Mike and, you know, Debbie, you know, too. It's just like you spend this, Spend a day or so with this cheese, and now you're forever like connected to this cheese somehow. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I'll
2: go to a cheese counter, and I'll, I'll just you'll be see like, your old friends. I'm visiting my friends, right?
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have that problem when I'm reading a book on a particular cheese. I have to go buy it. I mean, I just can't keep reading like Gordon Edgar's book about cheddar without <laughs> eating some cheddar along with it. You just That's long true. for it. You yeah. just you, yeah. You have yeah. to have it. Um, okay, so now what else do you do, especially the artists? I know what you do, Dylan, with cheese making. I presume your cheese making job is a full time job. You're the head cheese maker at Mount Townsend.
1: Correct. Yeah. Oh, okay. I so, do. I do some. You know, I try to do as much art. I do some sign paintings for my friends' breweries, and I paint murals, and mm-hmm. so. I've been a graffiti artist for a long time, so this, you know, I've not, not ever been the focus to really make money. I like to uh, apply my skills to people that can use them.
3: Same
1: mm-hmm. um, the funnest, the first time I shared the miniature cheeses, I sent them to Beats because they were, you know, same thing, they were just so excited about it. So uh-huh. I said, well, here, you know, here you go. And then they just got a free, you know, mini cheese package. It's just about the... Creating artwork for me, more or less, not so much getting so much from it. So, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah.
3: How many? How long does it take to make those little cheeses?
1: It, it depends, but if, you know, I spend a good few hours. I would say I spend you know six to twelve hours creating uh, one of one. them. I try to make a few at a time now, so that I can kind okay. of share them out. So, yeah. And
3: are they are they um, put in a kiln? What's that? Are they put in a kiln, or do they just dry?
1: No, they just oven bake. So, it's act, you know, it's like it's like kids' clay, you know, Fimo, and you just bake it in the oven, which is really cool. I don't have to have any real special equipment. Oh, that's good. Po- polymer clay, yeah, and mm-hmm. I just mix all the colors and uh, form them and go for it. So. Do
3: you ever burn them?
1: Say that again? Do you burn them? <laughs> or melt them?
3: Like, do they go, to, like, sometimes do you make a mistake and forget about it, and it
1: have have done that before, yeah, okay. definitely. Forgot them in the oven all overnight. Actually, <laughs>
3: are they on low? I hope <laughs> they're know.
1: brown little chunks. So I, I spray painted them all gold, and then they look pretty cool. <laughs> yeah.
3: Then they could be jewelry.
1: Well, yeah, and then, then oh, that's when everyone started asking, "Do you make these as jewelry?" And, uh, yeah.
2: When I was watching your over your stuff um, at ACS, so many women came over and were just like, "Why aren't these jewelry?" That, yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. And they
3: had some kind of junky well, I, jewelry. I'm working at towards ACS. it. I will.
1: I, I hope to make them saleable. I have just set up an Etsy account and stuff, and they'll, they will be available at some point here. I'm not going to hold out forever. Oh Good. yay
3: uh, yay! Yeah. That that yeah. reassures everyone in the audience. <laughs> Thank you. Okay now now Mike, yeah. how long have you been doing art, and how long have you been doing cheese?
4: um I guess you could say I've been full-time I, I guess I could say I was an artist probably since I started art school mm-hmm. in 1991 so okay. it's been a while
3: okay
4: um when I got out of grad school I lived or survived and paid my food habit by teaching
3: okay
4: as an adjunct in mm-hmm. various art schools in Philadelphia
3: mm-hmm.
4: and um, it's kind of turned into full-time art now where I teach on the side a little it's Mm -hmm. kind of inverted my ratio that it used to be Mm -hmm. so i can spend more time in my studio and then um, you know doing things like this
3: but i have a so what percentage now of your art is cheese art
4: oh that's it's still pretty large pretty large the the cheese is something i didn't know how long it would last as Mm -hmm. my series of what i was going to do and I started thinking, oh, I'll I'll do around 25, maybe 30 at the very most. 25,
3: 30 cheeses, Paintings. cheese portraits.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when that started, I didn't know. I asked the first person who gave me advice on this. And um, I said, is there even that many cheeses to paint? Like, that's how ignorant I was. Mm-hmm. We're new to this. And um, I'm, I've i just passed my 250 mark. <laughs> So and, and because of cheese though, it's opened up an audience for food. My food art that didn't have an audience as much because
3: right. the cheese right.
4: world has been really supportive mm-hmm. and I can't be more grateful. And mm-hmm. also just to be part of it and meet the kind of people I've gotten to meet, mm-hmm. like Dylan and Deborah and you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been like so much better than just making art in your studio. You get to be part of a community, Mm -hmm. and it's it's been amazing.
3: And the cheese community is a pretty friendly one. Yeah. Small and friendly and
4: pretty supportive. It's genuine. Yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah. Now, um, who buys cheese portraits? Um.
4: (laughs) There was a fight. We're fighting. (laughs) (laughs) Um, the, uh, the, the, The thing about, I guess having painted other kinds of food items i've had a little bit of you know of of luck with that but with the cheese i noticed it struck a a different chord and i've started to realize that um people who will buy paintings of cheese are are people who just really love the cheese Mm -hmm. but a lot of times that demographic if you want i guess that could overlap with people who actually would spend money on on art where right, right. when i painted meat paintings in the past everyone loved them but no one would buy them you know <laughs> at the time now mm-hmm. because of cheese people have bought them oh, okay. <laughs> so okay. it, it opened up you know a lot of well, audience. is
3: it will um will a producer buy it and put it in their in their lobby or in their store or will a, a retailer buy it or will just a personal cheese lover mm. buy it or all three it,
4: it's it's kind of a combination uh, everyone assumed like when i started painting food that restaurants would buy art and restaurants don't have a budget for art right
3: and right. You know,
4: the patrons that you know that eat at the restaurants have a budget for art
3: right and sometimes they have rotating art shows right. at restaurants where for, the patrons yeah. buy them
4: sometimes yeah, yeah. so but when it, for this it's been a mix there's a few and it's really it's in a special like very special uh bonus for me it's gratifying when when a cheese maker who i know puts all their money into their business and trying to keep their their people happy and fed and um when they buy a painting from me i, I feel like super honored mm-hmm. it's different than just a person on the street or mm-hmm. someone buying it off my website mm-hmm. um one of the things that's been good for me is then um once i sell a painting I make a print available. So right. that's something that can fit a different budget maybe.
3: Right. And I was wondering about that from your one your website. Mm. So you paint one picture of the cheese mm-hmm. and then that's for sale. Right. And then after it sells, you sell the print?
4: Yeah. So I, okay. I, I color I luckily I know how to, you know, color correct the image and I always try to make that image file mm-hmm. archive it as a really large file so I can reproduce it at any size. Okay. And also that it so I know to my satisfaction, to my eye's satisfaction, that it, it will match the color of the original painting before mm-hmm. I ship it out. Okay. So I have a time limit.
1: A, those really big ones you do
4: are amazing to look at. You know.
3: And are they oil?
4: The paintings are, yes. yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah what Dylan's referring to it, I I didn't expect to do this. Uh, I thought because I had been par- printing them rather, you know, smaller in a 12 by 12 mat mm-hmm. that they wouldn't look good larger. And there was a, a new cheese shop in, in San Diego, the cheese shop of San Diego, mm-hmm. asked me, could you please make a big one? We really want it for our shop. And I didn't think it would come out, but I tried mm-hmm. and I had it done somewhere in Philadelphia mm-hmm. that works for... For museums and galleries, and, mm-hmm. and I had it printed out like that, and it, it's opened up a whole new oh, you know cool. thing for me. Oh,
3: good. What cheese?
4: Uh, that he because they're in California. They wanted a Humboldt Fog. Oh, cool. Um, cool. And they end up going for two. They end up getting a, a Cowboy Creamery's mm-hmm. um, Devil's Gulch. So they got oh, two. Oh, cool. Yeah. I
3: noticed you yeah. had Ogle Shield on on your site. On my site. Now, yeah. That's not your everyday cheese. No. How did you get your hands on Ogleshield? Did someone commission that? Um, no.
4: No, I think, you know, in the beginning, I, I just kept going to the Bruno Brothers and other cheese oh, okay. shops. And the Bruno Brothers has an, in, in the Italian market in Philadelphia has this amazing right. collection of, of cheeses you wouldn't get normally. And
3: they have a good Neil dairy connection, which is yes, that where Ogleshield yeah. is from.
4: Yeah. And, and they love seeing me come in because they knew that I probably wouldn't <laughs> leave with less than five cheeses. And they're like, we got
3: something new. One other question, do you need the um, cheese right in front of you? Oh, yeah. Always? To, yeah to, I, to draw it. Okay. I,
4: it pretty much only works from life, okay. it, especially okay. for the cheese, it makes a big difference for okay. me.
3: Okay, we're going to take a break. It's time for our break. Uh, this is Diane Stempel on cutting the curd. We'll be back in a few moments.
0: Essex Street Cheese, an importer and wholesaler and educator whose cheeses include Comte from Fort Street, Antoine, Crevero Parmigiano Reggiano, Lemus Goudas, Farmstead Manchengo, and Sheep's Milk Feta from Lesbos, Greece. Find the cheesemongers who offer Essex cheese in your area at EssexCheese.com.
3: Hi, it's Diane Stemple back on Cutting the Curd with Deborah Ziss and Mike Gino in studio and Dylan Stanfield on the phone from Washington. Everybody back?
4: Yeah. 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 Okay.
3: So next, Deborah, I want to ask you some questions. I went to your um, website just recently, and there was a picture of a large person with uh, <laughs> lots of cheese and pizza in their stomach,
2: in their see-through stomach. Well, it, it, it's, um, okay. <laughs> so I, um... I need to promote myself because I'm an illustrator, and I wanted to make a piece that I could do double promotion. Okay. So I wanted to be able to promote myself to um, the cheese world Mm -hmm. and promote myself to just regular illustration. Oh, okay. Not the pizza world. (laughs) And so I... um, did a person just, Yeah, so I did like an It's Anatomy of a Cheese Lover Oh, okay you know, So like okay. their organs are really just all It's
3: so types. funny It's yeah. hilarious It's a wonderful piece oh, And thank it's, you
2: Is it new? So, yeah So I just did it And it's gonna be uh out pretty soon. Okay, yeah. now will it be a card? What? Wh- yeah, how so, do you format things? So I, um, that's going to be a postcard, mm-hmm. and um, I just send it out to potential clients. Oh, okay. And to you know, past clients. And do you make um, uh, card cards also? Just, um, I mean it's... Greeting cards? Like, I do have greeting cards, but they're of my other interests, which is um, something, now I'm going to use my New York accent, they're of dogs. Dogs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did notice you have a yeah. lot of dogs. Yes, I have a lot of dogs. <laughs> it's
3: good. To loves
1: you. their dogs. I do. <laughs>
2: yeah. So, do you have a dog? I do. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Anybody who's been on my Instagram account knows <laughs> you have a dog. Yeah. Okay.
3: So are you, you
2: are primar- primarily an illustrator. Yes, I do. And when did you start illustrating? I've been an illustrator um, for, I mean, really my whole life. Um, but, you know, since I graduated. College. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay.
3: And so you said that the people from um, Vermont Creamery are the ones who made up the jokes that
2: you've done? <laughs> yeah. They, They're great jokes? Oh, Oh. Yeah, they're they're awesome. They're yeah. So they they came up with the concept, uh-huh. kind of gave me an outline. And okay. Just so said, did they commission you? And yeah, do, do you did they get all the cards? Um, they did. You know, they they printed them. Oh, okay. Um, but they they came up with the concept and mm-hmm. they gave me an outline and then they just said, um, you know, do what you do. Okay. And um, they're amazing. And I did their um holiday card as mm-hmm. well. And it was the same thing, like they had a great concept and Mm -hmm. they just said, you know, go for it. Just, you know, let's see how you interpret Mm -hmm. this. What was your first cheese joke card that you drew? Um, Oh, God. I don't. I think I might have done um, the creamy and dreamy one. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, That was, yeah.
3: And for your work, what percentage is cheese and what percentage is food and what percentage is neither?
2: Well, um, right now, I mean, mm-hmm. pretty much for this whole year, you know, mm-hmm. for 2015 and mm-hmm. the beginning of 2016, it's been, I'd say, like 80 cheese. Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. yeah. So you've been swept up. Definitely, which is exactly, I mean, I, I couldn't be happier because it's really, it's, it's. Just, I mean, the illustration community is great, and yeah. the cheese community is great, and uh-huh. to be able to work with both, it, uh-huh. it, it's it's really it's amazing. Well, I met you at a party, yeah, and it was you know we have a very
3: nice cheese world. It was a ladies' cheese yes, party, I met, right? I
2: met so many really nice people. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I just all the cheese people are, and great. food is always part of it. But oh oh you know is yeah. <laughs> for do illustrators eat as much cheese as cheese people do
2: I mean I think I don't... <laughs> I think that's on a case by case basis. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. They probably drink as much um, booze. Oh right, right. Well,
3: that's probably everybody. I think it's
4: just a bonus for artists to be able to eat their models, and, and yeah, it's it's a, it's something we can't normally budget. Sometimes
2: it's hard. Like I'll, I'll, I'll be, you know, when I'm drawing something, and I, I just I'm hungry, and I'll just mm-hmm. start. Yeah, I'll just start eating my model. And <laughs> now, okay. Do you need the cheese in front of you so, to draw? So. for the very beginning when i was really um trying to reconnect with um you know like painting because Mm -hmm. i'm I'm digital and i've been digital for so long oh okay so this project started so that i could really i could relearn how to paint because i I just hadn't done it for years Mm -hmm. um so yeah i mean those models were there and Mm -hmm. i was Mm -hmm. you know um, and then you eat them and then i eat them (laughs) (laughs) yeah and um so so now, it kind of depends on the project. Like, I always... I, I, I really do need to have them in front of me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, even if you look at the um, the Valentine's cards for mm-hmm. Creamery, if you really look underneath all the, like, you know, eyes and... Right. There are real cheese portraits uh-huh. underneath, mm-hmm. you know, okay. so I'm always observing. So perfect. they're accurate. Yes, I mean, as, mm-hmm. you know, some more accurate than others, but yes. <laughs> okay.
3: So, Dylan, you did... Um you studied art before you got into
1: cheese? Yeah, I mean, my parents and everything have always been artists growing up, so I used to have a little screen printing studio and <clears throat> do some sign painting work, and I've done textiles. I used to just take every art class I could at the uh, junior college, so mm-hmm. I gained a lot of experience with different mediums.
3: And then and, how yeah, did this- you learn how to make cheese?
1: Um, I started at Beechers in Seattle mm-hmm. um, I stumbled upon Beachers Looking through the windows one morning at Pike Place uh-huh. Looking the guys up and down Thinking that was pretty cool <laughs> um, I, I you walked in there And they said can you be here at 5 o'clock tomorrow morning And I was like wow I'm not sure I've ever woken up that early But um, yeah Okay. And I've woken up about 5 o'clock in the morning For the last 10 years now, And I just definitely <laughs> love me Jesus. Um,
3: Do you like getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning?
1: Uh, I like getting off before it's dark. Oh, I would okay. Say that way. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't particularly like it, but it, it, it works for me. Okay. Um, and can, I, you, know, you, can you tell
3: us again how you stumbled on the miniatures idea from the clay gift that showed up in your yeah. Christmas stocking?
1: Yeah, I mean, so, I've, like, we've always had this little, like you said, it's polymer clay, oven-baked clay, and we've always had it around the house and mm-hmm. made little little stuff, but I suppose I never had a, you know, a real craft or something that I knew mm-hmm. a whole lot about, and, um, like, my, my girlfriend just, my girlfriend Jessica made a little cheddar, and I just remember looking at it thinking, oh, I could try to make Cirrus, our, our camembert that we make at um, mm-hmm. Mount Townsend. And mm-hmm. So I just made a little yellow center and wrapped it around and then, mm-hmm. you know, posted it on my Facebook or my Instagram, and people were really excited about it. So I thought, oh, okay, I'll try to make some more. Okay. Um, and it went from there, and then I just sort of started reaching out to people. And, I mean, Mike, I, I'd known Mike's artwork for quite a while and was was really intrigued in it and loved it. Um, mm mm-hmm. And then, and, and Saxelby's was really excited about what I was doing. And then, look, looking at their account, I came across Deb's work. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I kept making them, and you know there was more and more excitement. Eventually, I was able to kind of reach out to Mike, and Deborah, and Matt Spiegler. Um, has a really awesome uh, blog, Cheese Notes, that uh, right. He shared all of our artwork on there, and it mm-hmm. kind of got the ball rolling for me and, and in the cheese world with people being excited about it.
4: So, mm-hmm. I think I think. I mean, oh, sorry. I was gonna say I think that the interesting thing was with Matt and also Instagram. Uh, it kind of brought us together. The three of us got to meet online first, mm-hmm. and I think because we all work in the same subject that we were appreciating it. But I, I first at initially, I was caught by both of their works, but I was really... um, I think I was almost maybe rude almost to, to <laughs> Dylan saying, you can't give these away. They're too good. You know, so I'm like yelling at him as the, the person who's been making, you know, like a living off it is like, don't give these away. <laughs> then what does he do? He rewards me by
1: giving me some.
2: I know. Some. I actually, I feel really guilty every time. I Well, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> no,
1: they're incredible part. I have to tell everyone, like the, when I really met them and then I said, okay, cause my kids send cheese all the time. And right the cheese stork lands, basically, and and we all hope that he'll paint our cheeses. Right, Um, right. So I sent Deborah, you know, some of the cheese we make at Mount Townsend, and I sent the miniatures of the cheeses that I sent. Um, as a gift, and then they, they each went ahead and, you know, went and painted the cheeses of of that I got uh-huh. in downtown. And it was just a really cool, really cool way to start off. Our, yeah, our that is neat. That yeah. is neat. You I can
2: think. all do yeah, your my, cheeses. Yeah, off-kilter is one of my the favorite things like uh, that I've done like personally oh okay yeah yeah that's one of Dylan's cheeses yeah that's yours right yeah Yeah, okay that's cool
3: now Dylan how though do you need to have the cheeses in front of you to make your miniatures
1: unfortunately I don't live in New York City so it's a little tricky for me to hear the cheeses that I really want to work with Mm -hmm. um so I, I, I love cheese books. I have tons of cheese books. Yeah. Um, and if I can't find it on in the cheese book, I'll, you know, search it on the Internet Online. and uh, mm-hmm. look at lots of different photographs and stuff. But, I mean, I like to support, like, I'm really for American cheese, yes. like real American cheese.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so yeah, I we know what like, you're talking I about. I try <laughs> to make cheeses... From American creameries to support the, the other stuff that people are doing to bring awareness to some of the new exciting cheeses, like I'm working on Tubby uh-huh. from Crown Finish Caves. Oh, Crown cool. Finish Caves is doing so much cool stuff yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm just keeping my eye out for what's new and exciting, and mm-hmm. trying to share that with the cheese world because I'm. Uh, we put a lot of hard work making our cheeses, and uh, it's just got to be really exciting for for a cheese maker to see their cheese in oil paint or illustrated from Deb or made miniature print. Right, right.
3: Um. So it's sort of a, you're, you're feeling it's a promotion, American cheese promotion. Mm. Yeah. And, and I know your cheeses, you have a lot of American, Mike. I, like I, in your...
4: Yeah, I, I started mix, uh, it started with any kind of good cheese, mm-hmm. just in the cheese mongers threw the best cheeses they could at me. And mm-hmm. half of them, I looked, I recently looked at the first couple Groupings on my website, and I realized mm-hmm. it was pretty even. It was mm-hmm. half and half, and it wasn't intentional. But right. I, since the Sacramento ACS, mm-hmm. I've started working on a, a, a cheese map oh. um, of the United States because there are too many cheese mongers asking me why don't you have my state? You know, right. and I'm like I right. don't know. So right. I'm, I've got I've got uh, 14 left to do. I think. Okay. So yeah, I'm,
1: it's really. It's cool. If you go to Mike's um, Mike's website, he's got a little cheese map with all the states that he has cheese painted from when it's mm-hmm. all blacked out. Mm-hmm. Like you said, he needs 14 to go. So yeah, okay. from those the states, send him some
3: cheese. Almost mm-hmm. every state makes cheese now, so you should. it shouldn't well, be a problem. I got, I got the
4: hardest ones done. I have oh, you Hawaii did? and Alaska. Oh, okay. so is that the okay. one
3: with the squid ink?
4: The squid ink one is yeah. from, from Hawaii, yeah. Well, well. So.
3: Because some of the cheeses that I haven't heard of on, on Mike's site are American, mm. I think. They're just too new, you know. There's a lot. There's so many new American cheeses, yeah. it's hard to keep keep tabs on them all because they don't come to New York. Yeah. So, um, so Dylan, uh, you studied art too?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, at junior colleges, and I always had my, my... My mom's a teacher, and so our friends were all art teachers, and... I used to work for the art teacher so I just you know I'd been doing art my whole life where mm-hmm. I really excelled in uh, in high school or whatever so but not not, pro- not professionally trained in any way
3: no okay so what do you feel is the intersection of cheese and art <laughs> <laughs> so for
1: me I don't know to answer me, answer that. Like Keep why, why, why I'm this. a cheese maker because <laughs> I guess it's, what? it's hard to make money um, I don't it, it, for me it was always hard to make a good living being just trying to be an artist uh-huh. and so I fell into a craft that not only allows me to have a good physical job move forward but also create an art piece of artwork I see cheese as that it's a very physical you know hands-on job mm-hmm. um, where you're, you're you're basically creating an edible art right um, like Mike said you rarely do get to eat your um You know, your subject, but. I'd say model. (laughs) I I think also. Yeah, model, yeah, your model. But uh, but we get to do that every day. I'm tasting, creating something and tasting it. It's a very sensory, you know, artistic job. Mm -hmm. I think that's why I love it so much.
4: Mm -hmm. Dylan gets to do this in two different ways that I don't think Deborah and I get to. Right. Right. I feel like uh, Deborah probably would agree that we're both like doing an homage to another art form. Right. So I, I think we're both. Um, have fallen in love with the subject, you mm-hmm. know, not expecting mm-hmm. to. And then you can't help, once you get to know the cheese world. you can't help but want to, to you know, root for help. it and help it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so mm-hmm. you, you kind of feel like every time, it's, it's so gratifying to, to be able to celebrate something you believe in. Right. And um, yeah. it, it's kind of like it archives it in a way that most art, like most cheesemakers probably don't get it. Even in, in Europe, probably don't have that much art represented. It's mm-hmm. as specific as ours. Right,
3: right. And
1: yeah, I mean, I have a question, like for Deb Mike, have you guys ever been like working on a cheese pretty much and, you know, you get, like I was working on, say, um, you know, St. Pat or Cornish Yarg and you spend so much time painting it and all of a sudden you realize, gosh, they must put so much work into doing this. Oh, it's, yeah. You know, it's perfectly mm-hmm. made and like it's consistent and like, yes, these cheesemakers really have to work to make this this way. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. especially
2: since I definitely try to read as much about it mm-hmm. while I'm, you know, painting and drawing it. So it just gives me this great appreciation mm-hmm. for just the art right. of making right. the cheese. And Cornish
3: Yarg is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I mean, they... Yeah, and I just imagine the, the cheesemaker
1: wrapping, you know, individually putting every little nettle leaf on right. and wrapping it. It's just... Right. And I think it gives me that perspective because I am a production cheese maker and right. I have to solve hundreds of wheels of cheese you know every day and so right. I imagine them going through that process it just gives me that much more respect to the cheesemaker and the right. specific cheese that i'm working on
3: so Mike is right you kind of pull from both you know you you know smell. how hard it is to make cheese and you're working with it artistically so you've got yeah, both definitely. things going on at once is it for the other two is it um is it fun to be a unique person in the cheese world? Oh, sure.
4: Yeah, <laughs> fun, fun, and, and a, a, an unexpected honor. Like, yeah, we're so. I feel really lucky and great. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: I mean, and, and in in the illustration world too, sometimes people go like, "All right, so you're like you're, you know, that that was Oh, you're famous was, in the cheese well, world." Well, just mm. that was a good move because yeah. you know, like yeah. I'm, I'm one of three. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. So right. like like talk about a niche right. I mean, market. There's more. You know?
0: There's right. more. sure,
2: <laughs> but, <laughs> but but you know like yeah. Yeah. yeah, all all the underground
3: cheese artists, please uh well, yeah, let me know and I'll have <laughs> yeah, another stay show. Away. No. No, 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 we'll yeah. be welcoming. We'll you, be know, welcoming. Of course, you know, of who the knows funny is what they're doing. They're yeah. doing like cheese mobiles. The funny or thing is,
4: <laughs> like over the years, it's been like five years for me. I've been uh-huh. in this world, and it's. I just realized that this morning, I'm like, wow, this is a long time that I didn't expect. <laughs> but over that time, I've been able to meet so many cheese people, so many makers and, and founders of cheese places, and I'm amazed by the recurring story or you know this this idea that this scientist, this ballet dancer, this every every kind of lawyer they all have felt creative and they decide to give up their career and go into cheese making right and i think that you, it's such a creative mm-hmm. outlet that you can't deny it and when you get burned out of something you probably shouldn't have gone into people really gravitate towards it mm-hmm. so i mm-hmm. feel like it's it's just made for creativity
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that was for me as I had come from Seattle doing a lot of spray painting and moving to Port Towns that I didn't really have the walls and the space to do that anymore. So I was looking for an outlet to do my artwork and... Um and, and then you get this excitement from from the cheese world. This is mm-hmm. this awesome, this amazing community that's out there that's right. passionate about the artwork that we make and the food that we make. So it's it's, it's been really exciting.
3: So you didn't have yeah. walls, so you found a, the tiniest. He art. found an oven. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, the
3: smallest yeah, art possible.
1: Here, so I could just sit in my house and you know watch watch English soccer in the morning. and right. Start mm-hmm. making mini cheese
3: and pile it up. But
4: they're <laughs> but they're, they're very specific in their Jewel-like, they're just oh, incredible. they're
3: they're gorgeous. They they make me drool. Yeah. You know when I ran across it at the end of the room where mm-hmm. it was, right. it was just like, oh my gosh, I want these. <laughs>
1: yeah, I didn't quite I didn't quite realize how how many I'd made until I actually went to ACS and put them out <laughs> on the table. Yeah. <laughs> wow, yes,
3: quite a few, quite a few. Okay, well, I want to thank everybody for joining me today. This has been a fun conversation. Uh, Thanks, Mike Gino. Thanks, Deborah Ziss. Thank you, On the Phone, Dylan Stanfield. I hope, uh, will we all be in Des Moines?
4: Yeah, I will be. Uh,
3: Who's coming to Des Moines? Oh, great. I'm not sure yet. Okay, okay. I want some
1: miniatures. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. keep your eyes out, everyone. I will will announce it very soon when they are available. Okay, okay.
3: Okay. Thanks, everyone. This is Diane Stumpel on Cutting the Curd. Goodbye.
1: Cheers.